Welcome back, everybody, to the Grief Podcast, episode 189, fun 89, as I like to call it. You're going to say 185. (laughs) Well, it's 180 time for us to get started with your host, Alex, this week, and with me, as always, is Tiggs. Happy Memorial Day, Alex. Happy Memorial Day. (laughs) What better way to celebrate? (laughs) We got some hot dogs grilling. Some burgers going, and some podcasting happening. Uh, podcast, hot off the grill. Hot off the Don't grill. That's get your podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's that's you know what Memorial Day special is going to be the name of this podcast. I don't know why. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's absolutely going to live up to that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a hundred percent, Alex. If there's anything that people like from us, it's our energy, and that's about it. If I could be honest, that's I think that's it. I think there's no way that we start off really strong and then get too tired to talk to each other. (laughs) That's never happened before in the 11 years we've been doing this. That's never happened before. (laughs) Never. And uh, takes, if we were growing right now, if the the world was different, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things going on right now. I like I like those commercials right now. Like in our current situation, yeah, reminds you all to buy as much as possible. Like get a get a, a Chevy. Walmart is nuts with the commercials right now. Like like Walmart's um, slogan of like we're keeping America running is nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know if you have a smart TV, but those love ads. Oh man! Um, yes, and I because I have I have, I have a Fire TV, and like every, uh, I've been watching a lot of Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction, Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, you should be getting paid by them because you constantly mention that show. Because it's the only show I've mainly watched this entire quarantine. Um, and, and you and you recommend it highly? Not at all. No, <laughs> it is the same. Everyone if, if, in their world, everyone is a ghost, um, and. That's about it. Like, it's just it's like every every story is just like, and then someone saw someone, but that person had been dead for twenty years. What is this on it's a, exactly? It's on IMDb TV. Um, I keep you forgetting that that's Unsolved a mysteries. thing. Uh, yeah, I, I think they just like gobbled up everything that like people forgot to relicense. Yeah, that's you or, know like, what? Or just like. That's a good like, business plan, though. Like you just, you're just like waiting on a show. Just it, like set the timer. When it hits, buy it, and then we're just gonna create a, a streaming platform of everything else. We just gotta put out like a, a Night of Living Dead DVD, just like everyone else. I, I've it's always, I've always wanted to do something like that. <laughs> just like get Adam to do some artwork for it. We do a commentary for it, and then just put it yeah. out. <laughs> well, it did because of that, though. We were able to get Night of Living Bread. Did you ever watch that? I the never watched shot the shot remake. That was all just bread slices. Was that was that done by like Bob Odenkirk's brother, like the the Thumb Wars and stuff like that? <laughs> Steve Odenkirk. Steve Odenkirk. I don't think he's actually Bob. Odenkirk's Is he brother. not? <laughs> I don't know. I just always assumed. Did you think like that family reunion? Like I, I, I gotta look this up. I uh, thought it was like I thought they were like the Wahlbergs of comedy or something like that. <laughs> Also, that's a great no because he's Steve Odekirk. Oh, yeah. I would love to like have that family where like they come home and he's got another thumb or like Thumb Tannic. Oh, uh, th- Thumb Tannic was a thing, right? 
Thumb Tannic was it Thumb Wars? Thumb Tannic. Thumb Wars, Thumb Tannic. Um, Thumb of the Rings, I assume, or possibly Lord of the Thumbs. Um, there was probably um, uh, some decent proposal. Oh um, my God. <laughs> there was probably. Uh, While you were thumbing. Um, <laughs> I don't like that. No, that's, oh, yeah, that, that one. That, that, was a, that, was, that was a blue one. Okay. Steve Odekirk has also worked on. He was also a writer for Evan Almighty. Um, okay. Oh my God, he's doing Kung Pao Tongue of Fury. There's going to be another one. They're doing a sequel to that movie. Yeah, he did the um, he did the story for Cowboys and Aliens. Wow. But he also wrote and directed Ace Ventura: When Nature Calls. That I I feel like I was actually I was looking up something recently. That's what it was. Um, so, uh, for our next movie, movie podcast, we're doing, um, sure. what's, it, uh, what's it called? Uh, like hostage movies. Hostages? And yeah. my first inclination was I need to watch Celtic pride, um, which ends yeah. up being more of a kidnapping movie really in the long run. Um, but what is the difference there? I got it. Yeah. You know, we'll get into that you, on that you, one. You, honestly, you, you guys have some arbitrary roles on these things that I never seem to get. <laughs> That's a start for another day. But I was reading the IMDb, IMDb trivia, and I'm pretty sure that director was fired from When Nature Calls and then went to go do Celtic Pride. Oh. So, oh, my God. That's interesting. So now it's I all guess. coming together. <laughs> I guess it's interesting. Yeah, I don't know if it really is. Um, there's Thumb Wars, The Phantom Cuticle. Oh, see, that's 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 actually pretty good. It's good, but terrible. Thumb Wars for, they did a Thumb Wars, I think, for each movie. Was there ever a video game based on the Thumb Wars license? Oh, Lego Thumb Wars? Lego Thumb Wars, yeah. <laughs> I would love if uh, Traveler's Tales, I think that's a developer right now. That's not is whoever it, it is. Yeah, whoever it is. Lego um, Inc. But if they were just like, guys, we need to keep making Lego uh, Star Wars games. It's our bread and butter. It's the other thing. Listen, I, have, I shouldn't have bought that car that I did. <laughs> it was if... really expensive. Oh my god! So okay, here are the characters in, um, and they just decide to do. They're like, let's just do it again, but with the thumb ones. Um, okay, here are some of the characters in Thumb Wars. Okay, um, Loke, Ground Runner, <laughs> Princess Bunhead. What? None of these Obi are thumb-related du- puns. Benubi, Hand Duet, uh, Crunchaka, Beep Boop Beep, Prissy Pio, Black Helmet Man. Oh my god! And Gaba the butt. I don't even under like, like this is like this is worse than like Cracked Magazine in like the nineties. Would just be like like well, a step below like Mad Magazine like parody names of no, things. Did you ever see any of these? No, never. Yeah, me either. And I want to know what the production value is like. <laughs> I, with names like that, I'm gonna say hi. I, I have to assume like no. I mean that they were high. Well, they <laughs> well, no, that is that's a given. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay wait but but here here's a gaming uh tie-in to bring it back kind of guys okay uh, who I, I imagine if there's anyone out there they're probably so confused and already gone yes uh most likely these were released on a umd for the playstation portable no they were not you could have you they absolutely were you could have brought thumb wars with you now um, how long went. were they if you've got it open and on imdb how long half is an the hour. Th- they're, they're half, okay they're, they're half an hour Okay, because this all seems like like I don't know, like a precursor to like the Twisted Toy Fair type stuff, or uh, what was yeah. that? Like the Adult Swim thing, like all of this. But I don't know when this started. 
Oh, he also had Franken Thumb and Blair Thumb. Blair Thumb. I remember. I remember. Yeah. See, these are all like 32 minutes long. Okay. Um, that still seems too long for a movie that's entirely thumbs. I mean, tell that to Steve Odeker. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. And like, you could can, say the same thing about Syphil and Ollie. Sure, in every brief podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, takes, just one last one last uh, request, if I may. Okay. Do you think these could be the thumbnail? Oh my god! <laughs> All right. You know what? Speaking of that, speaking of that, that the, the sound of disappointment in your, <laughs> your voice. Let's let's take the thumb million. Falcon. To, uh, that's a better name than any of the names that you send to me. That's a better name than all of them. The Thumbstar. That's another one. The <laughs> Thumbstar. is pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Um, what games were you playing using your thumbs? Oh, that is a very good question. <laughs> that, sounds that sounds really weird. Yeah, I know. Um, all right, let's jump into this. There's not too much, but the, it's a lot that we've talked about last time. But I'm going to continue. So, Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Played a little bit more, but Alex, I'm going to be honest, I've kind, kind of fallen off. I am going to be honest with you. I have fallen off as well. It's not that it's not good. It's just you have to keep up with that game. Yep. When when I when I missed a day, I ended up missing five days. And then yeah. missed a week and then missed two weeks. But... Hey, that's exactly what happened to me. Where it's like, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. And then I didn't do it the next day. I was like, whatever, I can come in the end of the day and then i knew someone's birthday was happening in the on the island i was like oh i'll be there for that didn't go there for that and now i feel like i just can't show my face around the island anymore <laughs> i same. this is a feeling of shame in that and you're watching people like right now like i feel like a couple weeks after release like the kind of the cultural zeitgeist like it really hit yeah and like you know people got like aoc showing up to their mountain their mountains their islands and things like that and, crazy like, people are like really getting into this game and it's becoming a thing. Like I saw, like was it on the Washington Post's gaming section? I guess they had like Gary Witta did a, a talk show all in Animal Crossing. Like it's been a, it's been a thing. <laughs> like Elijah Wood has been like uh, visiting people's islands and politely asking them for fruit or something like that. It's been really yeah. weird. Um, and I feel like as it's become more popular. I feel like you and I kind of fell by the wayside. I feel like is that that's just is that just us? Is that, is that what happens? Uh, I think I do think a little bit, uh, but I think also it's just it get intimidating when you see everyone else talking about how much further they are than you, and so yeah. so much quicker. And then, like I looked at like my one of our friends is already a millionaire. Yeah, I, I and when talking with Russ about it, like briefly, when he's like. You know, going through all the calculator stuff and, and like his turn up stock, you know, the stock market and things like this. I'm just like, oh, I wonder how much time Russ has put into it because I put like 20, 25 hours into it. And I look at Russ's profile and he's like well over 100. And I'm like, OK, I just I don't think I can compete on this game anymore. No. And it's and it's not a game that has competition. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> no. Well, I think it's also like it's, it's almost just like a... it's like almost like you see everyone else and they're so they're so successful. Yeah, you're just like screw it, man. Like, yeah, I don't. I'm, doing my, I'm doing my own thing now. Yeah, I don't need. I don't need Animal Crossing to be happy. I'm plenty happy. I, I need to prove to you guys. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Whatever. If... I'm still living in a small house right now. Are you? I think I've upgraded three times. Um, 
But like, no, I've been upgraded twice. I've got people like at work that are like sending me their island codes. It's like, dude, if you need any fruits, you know, here's the island code. And I'm just like, I'm just not gonna. This all seems like more work now. Like at first it was great, and now it just seems like more. I bet, I bet if I had a train commute, I'd be all over it. Yeah. Yeah. What? Are you in a it's submarine? The kind of thing that I <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know why this sonar right here. I'm echolocating you. I <laughs> think. Um, did, did my quality just get very bad? No, it's, it's fine. I just heard, I heard the sonar. I was like, what's going on? Oh yeah. 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 That's, um, that's the red October. <laughs> yeah. That makes it. Yeah. You're hunting for it right now. <laughs> yeah. I gotta find it. Yeah. Um, no, it's, 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 it is intimidating to see people's level of devotion to this game. Yeah. Um, and as someone that has already had, um, you know, that already likes to play the field a bit when it comes to my video games. Sure. It's, it's been hard to settle down yeah. uh, with this one. Even though I should. I, I, it's great. It's, it's not great. like I haven't. Yeah. I think also it's that first, that first, uh, what's it called, event didn't didn't grab me. No. I, oh, the, the bunny day was terrible. Um, and, yeah. And I also feel like this has gotten like, a, I don't know if Russ ever played an Animal Crossing before. And I feel like that first Animal Crossing is like the crack Animal Crossing for you, right? Like, and that's kind of how it goes from there. Yeah, yeah. Like and, that's and what the the, the Game Boy one was insane for me. I had like eighty, ninety hours into that, and uh, and I was expecting similar with this. And I think that they've made a lot of really good refinements and improvements, but eventually, it's it's still the same thing. Yeah, and it can be. Listen, the te- the tedium of this game can be great. Yeah. at times. But other times you can just like it can be hard to hunker down and just put in the the time it needs because it does need a lot of time. Yeah, it does. Yeah, like, it's still good though. It's still very good. Yeah, um, and maybe some point I'll get back to it. But I don't. know. I feel yeah. like at this point I I'm probably maybe I'll like jump into the island just to see and like go through weeding everything and then be done. Like watch like next time we talk, I'm just like I haven't slept in five days. <laughs> Tom Milk is watching me you know what that's he's still he's always there man he's always i got kk slider in my basement (laughs) kidnapping kk slider oh my god i did want to get kk slider on my island and then i heard it just seemed so impossible to do um i bet you that there's any kk slider like cover band right now is probably cleaning up oh 100 100 percent um all right, but moving on, uh, another game that I've only put like a little bit of time into and just kind of fell off of completely is uh, Doom Eternal. Yeah, I okay. So I fell off for like after we last talked. Yep, I fell off for about three weeks. Yeah, and then I came back last week. Really? Um, are you are you yeah, fully so back in here. now? I'm not fully back in, but I'm putting a little bit of time every day to try to finish it up because. I'm 60 to 70% done with so many games right now. I'm just trying to cross the finish line. That makes sense. Um, but tell me about Doom Eternal. So I played a couple more levels. Um, like I got the BFG. Uh, I have I think I killed the last Hell Priest. And I am... Uh, so the level I'm on right now kind of starts with you in your ship or whatever it is. Um, the Doom Slayer base. Uh, then that gets infested with like demons and then you go to this, uh, you know, you go through the portal and then there is like a marauder as like the first enemy in this thing with like a whole slew of other things. And I just, I've tried it a couple times and I keep dying and I'm just like, I, I can't, I can't do it. The difficulty spikes in this one were, I think a lot more intense than the last time. I agree. Yeah. 
there and like i don't know what i don't know what i'm doing I'm, maybe i'm just not good at this game which i clearly am not i've talked to my uh nephew about this about that exact <laughs> that exact spot he's, like, oh, he's just like that was easy what are you talking about it's like no yeah, it's like, not <laughs> no way man i beat that two seconds he did he was just like oh I, I, i'm just really good at doom eternal i'm just like i know and i'm not stop it um <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I wish I was better at this game. Are you playing this on normal? I forget. Yeah, I did normal on PC right now. Um, yeah, me too. Or and, not PC, but on Xbox One. Um, and it's just, it, it, there. it's true. The difficulty spikes are crazy. Um, it's, 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 I still, it's I still really like it. And actually, I found, I I know this one is like trying to do more story stuff. And yeah. that's cool. But the last couple of times I've been playing it, I've just like put on a podcast while I played it. No, I think that's the way to play it. I, that, I was like putting on. Like, I was watching Mr. Robot for a little while, um, and that's what I would just like watch Mr. Robot and like play Doom for like an hour and then like for one episode and then be done with it for the day. Yeah, I, I because whenever like I beat like one of those big spikes, like I'm clear sailing for like a long time. Yeah, but then I hit some other roadblock again, and I end up taking three weeks off. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, and I think that I'm I'm currently in that like three week break. I will get back to that. I'll I'll drop that again. I looked it up to see where I was, and I'm closing in on the end, like definitely in the back third at this point. So it's like, let me just, nice. I, I should just clean it up. <sighs> but all right, keeping it going, keeping this game train rolling, and talking about Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yeah, did you solve this one? I solved this one, Alex. This one, this one, I did solve. This is a um. This is a really good game. Um, I, I think that like some of the platforming challenges, particularly in like the final boss, I think that there's like some really, really just like fantastic uh, like slowdown type, like using everything that you've learned in order to like complete this traversal puzzle. Because that's really kind of like it's it is a traversal puzzle in the final round, but it's it's not posed as one. Like a lot of the times, you're just running away from something that's chasing you, and that's kind of how the first game ended. And this one is decidedly not that but it is still very much a traversal puzzle and it's very cool and very well done uh beautiful game very sad um <laughs> yeah i mean I, i'm about 50 or so percent done right now and i i love it and i need to get back to i don't like every time i go back to this game i'm like why did i stop playing this for a second yeah um i love i do say sometimes i end up on the other side of the map that i need to be thinking i can get somewhere <laughs> yep Oh yeah, only to find out that your like progress is blocked by something that you definitely don't have. Yeah, but yeah. Like, even though it like looks a little bit attainable, and I'm like, um, I've definitely gone crazy a couple of times, being like, well, why can't I make that jump? Yeah, no, why yeah, can't I make that jump. Yep, I've, oh, I've, I've I, been there. Oh, I turned into Al Pacino. Yeah, you did turn into Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah. Hoo-ah. Um I think that like the way that this game also um, kind of doles out, like you know, you see these things around the world, and you're just like, that's going to be a thing sometime soon. Yeah, and then you get like the power that you get to use that thing, and like that was cool. I've I've been noticing that a while around. But man, like, you, but you're right. Like when you're using a bunch of like abilities, and um, you're just solving a, a, a like a, a scene where like you're yeah. you know grabbing onto the moss on this wheel, and it like flings you up, and then yep. you do the the shooting over a lantern thing to somewhere else, and, like, yep. and you're uh, you're using kind of everything um, together. It, it, it has a really great feeling to it. And yeah. Man, it's just, it's charming as hell. Yeah, I, I agree. It looks, it looks really nice. Uh, I, I agree. It's the traversal is where it's at in this game. Just like the, the gameplay itself is, is just so good. Um, 
Did you ever get a get that big hammer weapon? Because that's the that's the weapon to get. <laughs> I did get. I did unlock the big hammer. Nice. Uh, but I, I've been mainly using. I use the uh, the boomerang a lot. I still. I think that may be the only one that I didn't buy. Yeah, I, I think about it. everything else. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm. I think I just rebuilt the villages for the, the guys. Nice. And yeah. So I. And that's always fun. There's a lot of collectibles in this game and a lot of like side quests that don't really seem like side quests or that you wouldn't know yeah. was a side quest. And that's all cool too. Sometimes finding your, yeah, again, like, like the navigation can be a little tough at times. Oh, definitely. I think, um, but yeah, but how, how does it, so how does this compare to the first one? I didn't beat, uh, or in the black forest. I think that this is probably harder than Ori. I think it's, uh, Overall, I think that the level design is also better in this one than it is in the original game. Um, I think that like the the bosses when there are like actual boss battles and not just chasing things, I think that they they really stand out and shine. Um, I think that there's a couple of difficulty spikes in this game that are very frustrating, um, but are definitely surmountable. And I think that it's it is more of Ori. Like I think it's maybe twice as long. I don't know. I can't remember how long the first game is. Um, this one's what, like 15? Hours? Yeah, this one's about 15, yeah. Um, but I think that it's, you know, the first one was fantastic, had like a, you know, it looked great, it, it had like a decent story to it. This one, I feel like they are also, in a, like a Doom Eternal kind of way, really pushing the story, really trying yeah. to tug at the heartstrings, and it works on like all Doom the Doom Eternal does tug and tug and tug. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's constantly. You're, you really feel for those hell priests. Um, but yeah, I, I, this is one of, yeah, th- th- this has been one of my favorite games so far this year, I would say. Cool. Has, yeah. there, has there been anything else? Uh, yeah, there's a couple more. All right, so cool. let's quickly go through the Bravely Default 2 demo. Which I s- oh, yeah. Which I downloaded is, that and touched it. It's pretty good. It's also difficult. Um, the game opens up, or the demo opens up with like a, uh, like a dialogue box that's just like, hey, uh, we've made this demo harder than the actual base game is going to be, so you should probably grind for a while. And then I ended up grinding for a while because the game told me I had to. Um, and for good reason, because uh, there are some very difficult fights. You can get like kind of rolled by a lot of the enemies, and then once you finally get through and like beat the final boss, there is like an extra class that you end up opening up. Uh, and then there's some extra... Um, like secret hidden quests and like secret hidden bosses afterwards, which I did not go for um, and seem insane. Um, that's, that's a lot for a demo. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot in there and, and that's really cool that they did this. I think that um, I'm kind of excited for bravely too. It seems like a somewhere in between the bravely system and the Octopath system. And I, I very much prefer the Octopath system, um, but it's got some cool aspects to it. I don't think it looks that great. It actually it looks kind of muddy to me. I think that Octopath has like this really nice crisp look in the visuals. Absolutely. And I think that in Bravely, it looks a little washed out or something, at least in this demo. And I'm sure that they'll polish stuff. But I think that, you know, the demo is 100% worth checking out if you're even remotely interested in the game, um, which I am. Because how, how long ago is Bravely Default? Bravely Default was a long time ago at this point. Like 2015, 2014, say. something like that. It's been a while. Um, so, like, because then there was Bravely Second or, like, Bravely That's One Player. right. Um, which was decidedly not Bravely Default 2, apparently. Um, but 
still, it's been a long time coming for this. And I, I will say, like, I I was interested. I'm now more interested because I do still kind of like the systems. I hope they do some more tweaks to it um, because there's there's good and bad to it. You, you don't really see, like, the timeline that you have in Octopath um, of, like, when everyone's going to be moving or, or when everyone has their turn, like, next round. But it's there in the background. You, you can kind of feel it in the background as opposed to uh, Bravely, where I think you just, like, it's more Final Fantasy, uh, like the uh, first four games, where you just kind of choose all of your actions at yeah. once. Um, and so this is, like, somewhere in between those two. Uh, but the Bravely and Default system uh, of, like, you know, getting more turns and, you know, by, like, uh, blocking and stuff like that, that's all still there. Um, again, like, it seems cool. It seems good. This was, again, I don't know why they had to ratchet up the difficulty. Probably just to, like, make you max out the job classes. Um, and, and things are going to carry over to full game? I don't think, I think if the Reddit boards are correct, which I have been Which reading, they always are. Which they always are. Is that um, with most of these, like, uh, square RPGs, none of the progress carries over, but you'll end up unlocking something in the game. Like, you'll get, like, extra items or equipment or something like that at the starting point to kind of make your, like, sure. beginning a little bit easier. Uh, and that's kind of the, that's the assumption right now about what's going to happen. Hmm. Yeah. But I've also, Alex, played through the Panzer Dragoon remake on the Switch. <laughs> All right. Now, how many times have you played this game? Um, uh, I mean, I had it on Saturn. Yeah. And then was it on Xbox One as well? Did they do a? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, I think it's Panzer Dragoon right now is just on Switch and like Saturn and because Ordo came out on Xbox. That's original. right. Yeah. Um. So I've, I've played this game a couple times, and to be fair, like I played through this in one sitting. Like it's an hour and a half. Yeah. Um. So. The $25 that they're asking for this game is way too much. Um, but, gotta say, for like, you know, an on-rail shooter, weird dragon game thing, whatever it is, Space Harrier-ish, like, yeah. it still holds up pretty well. Um, and it still looks pretty good for like an arcade type thing. Like, I, I was very happy. Uh, I, I was surprised at how, and I was playing handheld mode, so like, take that however you will but the the how well and crisp the visuals in the world actually look from like a sega saturn like remake basically yeah those things were uh that was a little rough yeah definitely those were very rough back in the day and i think that this has like a good a good feel to it it looks nice it plays pretty well there's like a new control scheme and an old control scheme and i actually ended up going with like the older control scheme um which was like you, it assumes you have basically one analog stick as opposed, so you don't move the dragon and aim uh, with yeah. two different control sticks. And I found it to be very difficult for some reason to do that. Um, Interesting, but yeah, I don't know, man. If this was ten bucks, I would say like go for it. It's fun for like the hour and a half that you're going to have with it, and then there's like a score <laughs> mode, and, and they're like they added a couple of extra modes time, to it. time attack or whatever yeah like. i think there's a time attack and they added extra difficulties to it as well but like is it but again for like 25 bucks for like the hour and a cooking half, mode yeah yeah there's cooking mama mode um then mine some bitcoins from you that i don't doubt that it. wasn't true though right that wasn't it didn't actually right i that think cooking i don't know i thought that they said it was basically malware <laughs> that was a weird week that was a really there's... weird week like, duh, don't buy this Cookie Mama, guys. Yeah, like, Cookie Mama came out, and the Cookie Mama people came out, and were just like, nope, no, that's not us. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, not worth the the twenty five bones. I think twenty five bucks is a little much to ask. Um, if this dropped, I would say totally go for it. Um, right now on the Switch store, though, I did pick this up yesterday. Uh, Night Trap is like two bucks. <laughs> oh man, I bought that when it came out, and I never played it. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I bought the PS4 one. Yeah, you did. I bought it again last night. <laughs> you kickstarted it, didn't you? Uh, no, I couldn't get. Oh. I couldn't get it in the Kickstarter. Oh. Um, I had to buy. I couldn't get the, the physical copy. Oh well, then yeah, well, which not, sucked because that, that was like what I wanted was just the the Sega CD like fake. Yeah, that was a good looking uh, cover. Jewel case. Yeah. Oh man. Which I could probably print that at home. Like you could do. You could probably. do that very easily. But still, you wanted that limited run games version of it. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why I love Night Trap. Um, I haven't played it in a long time. I might, I might boot that up. I feel like that's a pretty fun quarantine type game. Um, sure, yeah. <laughs> or augers, or you know, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, uh, I, I like to think that somewhere there's someone pressing the right code for me <laughs> and causing a vampire to like fall into a shower and I don't know, like get. What a weird game. Um, anyway, uh, what else you got, Tiggs? All right. So the main thing that I've been playing, Alex, haven't sure. even gotten to the main thing. The main thing that I was playing was Final Fantasy VIII. So you you wanted to replay that this year. I did. I did. I actually wanted to replay it last year um, and started <laughs> and then um, lost the save when I had to like format the system. And so I just started up again during the quarantine. And, and what are you playing this on, PC? I'm playing this on Switch. Oh, on Switch. Oh, okay. Well, I, I should say I, I I was playing it on Switch because I already finished it. Oh, I, nice. It, it, about seventeen hours from start to end. Wow, <laughs> that's a pretty good run, Alex. I think I, I like... solved Final Fantasy VIII. Holy shit! Wait, so that's like I mean I'm sure that's not like you know there's some guy in no yeah awesome games done quick that's just like oh, it's like eight hours i, I did this in two seconds kill yeah, the animals exactly and, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> no so this i actually i got really lucky this time with um because you can you can power level your, or like over level yourself really quickly right in the yeah. beginning of the game by just like getting Dude, three you cards play, you just play that that football game triple right? triad the card game oh, no the try oh yeah the football <laughs> that's that's 10 that's 10 Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah, this is the card game. Triple yeah, so triple triad. You get you get the you get the sephir. You get the yeah. You gotta draw your magic and shit like that. I don't remember. Yeah, and again, like I I was able. The other thing with the switch mode is that you can put it onto like three x speed, so you're just like running around really quickly. Um, oh. Battles are going super fast, uh, and that really speeds everything up. Really great. Um, also, like got can, like. Can you auto attack like? Um, you can, you can, so if you hold down, like, um, well, that's the other thing with this game is that you, so what I did is I got like the three cards that you need at the beginning, which is the Quistus card, the Zell card and the Sephir uh, card. And then you can refine those three cards into things to make you super powerful immediately at the beginning of the game. Um, at which point you also have this probably have Diablos. You grind yeah. for about an hour until... From Diablos, you get the encounter none ability, and then you just don't do random encounters for the rest of the game. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Um, and um, then you just like walk through basically everything until the final castle, which ended up giving me a couple of, like problem at the very last boss fight. I remember you were you couldn't beat that boss for a while, right? The last yeah. time you were playing it. Yeah, and then and this time it it took me like three or four shots, and I had to 
like because the one boss went uh it's like a four form boss and the second form at the end of it does like this super powerful attack killed me in one shot every time i looked up and they were just like cast shell on yourself so i did that and then i survived it and it was fun and everything was fine after that oh um, that's uh, that's uh, see again this is one i haven't played in what since 2000 year yeah. 2000 2001 yeah um so I, again I, I still loved it back then but yeah uh it's one that i feel like has re-emerged the last yeah three years like it's kind of had a bit of a renaissance of people not being so hard on it yeah um, it used to be like the real bastard child of like the final fantasy series and now i feel like people are softening up on it in some ways i still think that there's some well, really bad dialogue throughout this game oh but... yeah it's a final fantasy game <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. It was like, is I don't think like uh, any of them are gonna win a Pulitzer. Like, this is... okay, touche, touche. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is Margaret Atwood is going to be writing the next Final Fantasy. <laughs> Margaret Atwood's Final Fantasy 16. I would 100 percent play I that. Would... <laughs> um, yeah. So, because uh, because I feel like Final Fantasy eight that was like. God, was that one like even a little bit more emo at times? And that yes. Final Fantasy Nine, I think, was just for crazy people. <laughs> myself involved. I was like myself included. I was just like, yeah, we want the job system and all the uh, cutscenes and everything. So yeah, this is so it is very anime. It's it's as anime, if not a little bit more anime than Seven is. Um, yeah, Squall constantly just says whatever. And it's like um, really annoying. Um, but I think that they're, I think that the GFs in this are actually like really good. Um, I, I think that all the summon yeah. animations are really cool. And I think that the card system is like super fun uh, to like at one point to eventually get to a point where you're not killing enemies anymore. You're turning them into cards and then just like turning yeah. off random encounters completely within the first two um, hours of the game. So, and this is a spoiler probably, but do you, do you believe now the, uh, the fan theory about like the end of disc one on of squall is dead um, i i yeah. used to love that theory and i thought it was totally right and now playing through it again i don't think so whatsoever yep i really do i wish that theory oh, okay. was correct um but yeah playing through it again you're just like uh, no it's just Ooh. final fantasy <laughs> Like it's just some, it's just some fantasy BS. Like that's all that's going on right now. There, there's no yeah. deeper meaning to this other than anime school kids are fighting monsters. Yeah, yeah, witches and witches. That okay? <laughs> well, that's. I mean, that. So, are you are you done with Final Fantasy eight now? I am. Yeah, I am for uh, now until I until I come back to it again in a couple of years probably and like play through it again. But if well, you have a question, yep. Are you going to do Final Fantasy IX now? Are you going to go to the next one? So the next game on my list to talk about, Alex, is Final Fantasy Nine. <laughs> ah, okay. Which Wait, I have sword. started. Okay. Um, is this game is is this game still good? I remember I love this one. Was this game still good? So I haven't because I, I haven't played it since whatever two thousand. I have started this game. I'm probably like an hour or two into it at this point because I took a little break after finishing Final Fantasy VIII. Um, sure. So I've only like just started picking up nine, and we've had discussions of this podcast about how I never finished nine. I've only like played through the first disc of nine before, really. Um, so jumping back into it now, I gotta say, dude, Final Fantasy IX is legitimately hysterical. I have been finding myself laughing uh, at the dialogue more than 
any of the games so far. Like, uh, I, I think it's actually well written. I think that uh, Zidane is is a good character so far. I think that Vivi is a really good character. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, on the Switch, you can set everything to triple speed, which is great. Um, so I'm just kind of like running around and doing everything uh, pretty quickly. Uh, there are also cheat menus uh, in 9 that I haven't turned on yet for the Switch, but I may if I just want to like run through it. We're... You can turn on just immediate level 99 for everybody um, if you really want to oh, go that so route. You can just blast through that game. Yeah, you could 100% blast through that game if you want to. Um, I haven't done that, um, but it's an option if like, at some point I just get like rolled by uh, something. I will say that the it feels way more classic Final Fantasy than Final Fantasy VIII, which is, you know, obviously that was the whole point with nine was to kind of like go back and, and do something like that. Um, but it's refreshing honestly like after eight and even in like from playing so many rpgs that are no longer in that kind of ilk i guess to to like go back to this one and to have it feel like just good and fun still like i I wasn't expecting it i wasn't expecting to actually laugh at like lines of dialogue um there's i i'm very excited so far to to be playing nine and i'm like really psyched to keep going with it oh that's great yeah Yeah, i i I have that downloaded on uh, my Xbox One nice. because it was added to Game Pass. Yes, last it was. Week. Yeah, all the cheats are um, there too. Yeah, uh, maybe, but you're right. I think Switch seems like a better fit for that. I, I like that. I like all these on the Switch. I think that I always wanted to have like every Final Fantasy on one device, basically. And Switch is getting close. Wasn't, wasn't your Vita? It was, but now Switch also has Final Fantasy twelve. So <laughs> that's true. And fifteen. You... And 15? It has that chibi version of 15. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mobile. Final, People Final Mobile. liked it? I don't know. I played it for 15 minutes and stopped. Um, uh, yeah. But I, I think Did... that 9 is great so far. And I think that the Switch, like, I've got 12 on my Switch as well. So I have 8, 9, and 12 on the Switch. I will buy 10 and 10 too at some point. And I don't have seven on Switch, um, but I really think that they just need to do a Final Fantasy one through six collection. Uh, like I don't know they, why they haven't. It's it's crazy that they because uh, they I think they wanted to break them all up and they wanted to update some and everything like that, and then people got mad at all those. It just it's yeah. Because I feel like those first six Final Fantasies are just a mess with what version to buy. I know. I would love to have like the definitive versions of those on Switch, and I would love to have like tactics on Switch as well, like the like yeah, War Lines. Yeah, exactly. Like all getting all of these, all seven of those games onto the Switch would be fantastic at this point. And then put the Thirteen trilogy on there as well. Why not? You know what? I feel like there was one of the Thirteen ones. I think it was Lightning Returns, or whatever. That looked so insane. I almost kind of wanted to play it. I would if if they put out the. Th- the 13 trilogy on switch i would 100 percent buy it day one just to be like i support this stupid idea i i wonder if final fantasy 13 is as annoying as i remember i feel like there was all this eight hate and then 13 came out and then people were just like oh no this is the one we really hate um and i bet i wonder yeah i wonder if time will tell on uh and like be kinder to 13 in the long run um because the first 20 hours were boring yes very boring, very linear, and then it got, uh, and then there was like a difficulty spike that I never got past. Yeah, me too. And I feel like, I, you know, what? I gotta load up my, I will load up my last save. Nice, and I want to see where, where it ended me. I am, I could, I'm like ninety percent sure that if you tell me 
who your party is and what chapter you're on, I will tell you if I was in that exact spot. Because I, I, I loaded a save dozens and dozens of times and just could not get past a fight. Um, but I think that's it for me. So I'm still riding this Final Fantasy IX train. Uh, I, wow. Minecraft Dungeons comes out tomorrow, and my nephew that's is very right. excited and, and wants to play that. I have that preloaded already. Me too. Um, yeah, I, I, you know what? I've been seeing a lot of sixes and sevens for the reviews for that the really? last day. Um, I think it looks. I think everyone's consensus is it's fine. Yeah. That like, like actually, like it's it's fun to play, but like I think the procedural stuff is maybe <clears throat> a little wonky. Okay. Um, this is Minecraft like, Diablo, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that, like, it's just not very deep, which is fine. That's fine with me. Yeah. Again, this is going to be a game that, it, like, yeah, I am going to, like, my nephew's going to call me and say, do you want to jump into this for, like, an hour? And I'm going to say, yep. And then we're going to play for an hour, and then that's going to be it. Like, that's what I'm, like, hoping for with this game, which I think yeah. is the perfect game for that. Um, I, I think so, too. And then Xenoblade, Zen, yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles... One remastered edition comes to Switch this week as well, and I'll probably have to pick. I don't have to, oh. but I, I, I think I have to. How many hours did you put into that last one? Or is that for some <sighs> the, the two? Um, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I put like a hundred and I don't know, 30 hours into it, something like that. Is that the one you lost to save at the end? Yep, cool. Glad <laughs> that That's all for me, Alex. That- what have you been playing? That really tends to happen to you, doesn't it? Like, I feel like every time you get to a last boss, like, you must be so paranoid that, like, something terrible is going to happen to these. I I make so many backups now. And then it's like, once I start getting comfortable again and stop making backups, that's when the deletions happen again. Yeah. Uh, But yes, so actually, to continue the Final Fantasy trade, Yes. uh, I put about another 15 or so hours into the Final Fantasy VII remake. How Um, are you liking it? I'm liking it a lot more now. Like, I think I stopped expecting it to be something that it's not. Okay. Um, and kind of just, like, I stopped playing it in the classic mode and stuff like that. Um, okay. Which I don't think really did much. Um, it didn't seem so in the demo to do anything. Yeah. Uh, I'm now just kind of playing it as it is. And, and you know what? It's, again, it's definitely a, a drawn-out version of that game in another, in, in, in kind of an action uh, lens. Um, but like, I'm enjoying a lot more. Like I've done everything so far. Um, and, and I've, it, I've just kind of given into it. It's fun. It's really fun. And I think that like some of the extra characterization has been nice. I think Aerith is a little bit more of a personality. Nice. Um, what about, I think so that, tell me what you think of like the three phantoms that follow you around. Phantoms. Aren't there yeah, like yeah. three, like basically the keepers of the story that are coming around with you at, at all times or something like that and like stopping things from happening or making sure certain things happen? You know what? Maybe, oh, you, maybe. Should, you should keep playing a little bit longer. <laughs> okay. Again, I've only Have read I either stuff. Not hit something or not notice something? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Okay. Interesting because that maybe does explain some things. Yeah, okay. Such as. Let's talk about it. <laughs> well, because I think there's like there's kind of like some ring race type guys. Like, yes, those, those guys. Those are the guys I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, they've been around a shit ton. Yeah. And they've like they okay yeah they like made sure one character couldn't go on things, so they brought another on it, and they like yeah a bunch of stuff's happened with them. Yep. Okay. They that the, yeah. 
keep playing because I want to hear what happens more with those guys because everything around them seems super cool. Okay, interesting because I'm I'm on like chapter like ten or eleven of twenty right now. I'm like like sixty percent done. Fifty-six. Nice. Um, I just haven't. I've honestly gotten distracted with other games the last two weeks and yes. just need to put put more time into it. But yeah, um, again, I'm I'm really loving it a lot more. Um, let's see. Uh, I have played also a little bit of Media Molecules of Dreams. What do you think of Dreams, Alex? Oh, that's a loaded question. That is a loaded question. Um, and I'll be honest, I've only put in a couple hours of this, and I could definitely put in hundreds more. I've not tried any of the creating yet, because um, I think I haven't unlocked a lot of stuff for oh, you it. Have to, you have to unlock stuff for it? That's annoying. It seems like it. Um, but I played Fallout 4 in Dreams. So How is that? Someone made a pretty good-looking version of Fallout 4 and put it in there. That's really it, impressive. Like, has, like, and it has a Pip-Boy, Pip-Boy-looking menu. Um, it had, like, four different quests lines that like, you could select and follow those ones. And, like, it had all, like, like part of the city models and stuff like that. Like, it was really impressive. And, like, the enemies and the, uh, the robot guy, the butler. Yeah. Like, people made that stuff in there. That's really impressive. And is yeah. it like, is it one guy doing it or is it like somebody people starts like, it and then like people start helping out? No, people have teams of people making dream stuff. That seems insane to me. Why not just do like, you know, I don't know, uh, like the, ep- mean, like a, a, an actual game engine. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming it must be faster. Okay. Yeah. That's and like, true. I, I, or like, or something like that, but, um, it's gotta be I've, much I've faster. These people, are also, these people are also probably pretty talented at this stuff. Also possible. Uh, um, because like there's kind of like little mini studios, weirdly. Um, Does everything look kind of the same? Like, is are you do you just have like one palette and then everyone? No, kinda, no. I, I I think everything has a little bit of the the kind of filter that okay. it has on there. Like it's kind of got like a little big the filter. same sheen, a little big filter, yeah. the same kind of sheen, and everything's got like the a watermark in the bottom right hand corner. Does it really? Yeah, it says "Made in Dreams." Wow. Okay. Um, That's interesting. So much stuff though in there. Like, I suppose, like every single kind of like I played a bunch of like Galaga Space Invaders type games. Oh, how were those? Um, totally fine. Okay. Like they, they were that kind of game. Um, how uh, how are the physics. PT clones? I did play the PT clone. Um, it was good. I feel like I couldn't trigger something. I feel like oh, so it's just like playing PT. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I walked through it, but people had the exact audio. It sounded ripped from there. Like it looked pretty close to spot on. Um, I'm interested in creation tools. Like I want to know, like how do you upload audio into Dreams to like like? Do you like hold up a tape recorder? Right. Yeah. Or is there like a website that you go to and just like upload stuff into that? Like there is a web. There is a web portal for it. Um, So I think you can maybe like assist yourself with some of that stuff. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I should have done more more research on that. Yeah, but um, ah, whatever. But whatever. Next uh, time. No, it's. I'll, I'll dive more into it. But it's it's very fascinating and interesting the things people do on there. Um, again, there's like every kind of game. There's like physics based, like simulate, like hand simulator type games. There's like, um, like first person, like you know, narrative walking. Like someone pretty much tried making the Stanley Parable in there. Nice. 
Um, like, there's a lot of different stuff. Like, I played some of the shooters. Oh, um, okay. Like, it, it seems to handle all of that stuff really well. And, like, the download, like, the time, like, there's not really a noticeable download for a lot of the stuff. Like, a lot of times you click start and you're just about right it. It's just, like, streaming super... immediately. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, it's impressive. Does it have the same personality and things like that as a little bit planet? Yeah. And, uh, okay. That's the thing. It's like, I don't know. Like, I feel like little big planet had its core stuff that existed without the user generated content that you could get something. There was a takeaway from that without some of that other stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, the user generated stuff was like never the best in, in little big planet. It was all about like the actual, curated levels that media molecule put together like, and, and, yeah it was also about the dlc too yeah. because like i went by like the metal gear solid pack oh and, yeah like, the final fantasy pack and all those things um this is really choosing to more live and die in the user generated things and so far the user generated stuff is really good and really cool but i think having a uh maybe that is there and maybe it's just weird if i haven't found it <laughs> um but having like a, a curated experience um I would have liked if I was pushed in that way a little bit. Totally. At least at first to, to, to get used to it. And like, they have like kind of like a little mascotty type guy. Um, but honestly, like even looking back, I couldn't even tell you what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Like right. it kind of doesn't have the same charm as like sack boy or anything like that. It's, which is, a little, uh, you know, it's, fine. it's like, they don't need to do that, but, yeah. um, so has anyone recreated think little it's, big it's, planet in dreams yet? Holy shit, I don't know. I did, of course, I played 1-1. Oh, obviously. Uh, Mario 1-1, of course. That's, like, immediately in there. I mean, the the thing I will say is that, like, all of these games feel different. And, like, I think they they definitely live up to that that promise of, like, yo, you can actually create just about anything there. And I I bought this game. I got this. It was uh, on sale on Amazon for 25 bucks. Nice. Easily worth that. And I was like, oh, my God, like, that's... It's a lot of cool stuff, and I am curious to make something. But as someone that was always going to be a a taker, not a giver, <laughs> right? Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, because I love the movie Takers. Yeah, uh, who doesn't? Yeah, that's what we do. We take. Yeah, uh, I I do kind of wish that like they I, I don't know like I, I wish Media Molecule had because they have their section of games that they made. Um, but I did really like I I did like two of them, and they were like different things. Like one was like a museum you walk through, which was cool. Okay. Um, but nothing that really stood out. That's disappointing. A little bit. And again, yeah. maybe I'm missing some stuff. I totally, cause there's a lot there. So that's, that's, that's easy, also but, true. I mean, and, and, that, um, and if there isn't like a list of, I mean, it kind of comes down to like the, you know, the Mario maker issues too, which yeah. is like, oh. tell me where, what are the best levels? Give me things that are made well, by Nintendo. Immediately. I went to the best of all time. There you go. They, they have, they do have like a sort by like most thumbed up of all time. So okay. like, I went to those first, which were good. But like again, it's like I almost, I do sort of wish that there was a bit of a, like a handholdy type, I, which is crazy to, that I'm saying this. Uh, I do kind of wish it like take me through and like maybe had games that showed me how to make games and like games that illustrated the different ways things can be done. Totally, yeah. Um, and. But yeah, uh, it's it's a very cool thing. Um, if I stick with it, I don't know. Um, all right, let's keep going quickly. Oh god, um, keep going. Uh, cluster truck. 
Tell me about cluster. We're we're, we're going to do a little um, uh, game pass section here. Okay, yeah. Uh, cluster truck is like one of those games that you see like probably annoying Twitch streamers playing. Yes, I've heard of. I've, I know this name. So it's this game where you're. It's a first person platforming game where you're jumping across moving trucks that have crazy physics that like fly off the road and things like that. That's kind of cool. Um, and you're trying to make it to a finish line. Um, and you're like time and all these things. And you get like, eventually get like abilities like dashing and double jumps and stuff like that. Okay. Um, it's a really stupid game, but it's really fun. That's And the fact that fun. you, you restart, like, you know, it's got a quick restart. So, um, you don't really get like, it can be a little, it can be really tough, but it doesn't get too frustrating because you're just right back in there. And, um, it's something that I thought I was going to try for like two seconds and ended up playing for like 12, 30 levels. <laughs> really? Yeah. Jeez. And this is on Game Pass. Okay. So I, maybe I should, I, maybe I should add it's, this to my download list. It's stupid fun. Like it'd be one I'd say like while you're waiting for something, like if you're waiting for something else, like play it for 10 minutes at a time. Um, and you'll definitely be hooked in that, in that time. It's okay. really good. Nice. Um, I can see, like, and I think, again, it's one of those ones I think I've definitely seen, like, people online play. Um, Hyperdot. Um, this, this is, is one that... Oh, you told me about this. This sounds awesome. Yeah. This game is, like, someone was like, oh, passive is a mode from Geometry Wars was cool. What if we did that as a game? I'm all in. That's all I want to hear. Um, this is really simple and really arcadey fun. Like, it's... Um, a lot of it is just you, like, you're a little dot, and you're just avoiding other geometric shapes as they fly towards you. Okay, so passes um, a mode, yep. And uh, they have big modifiers on the stages, like, sometimes there'll be uh, ice, so you'll, like, you'll, you'll slide across it. Other times it'll be dark, and, like, you can't see anything else on the stage besides, like, a little light around your character, around your dot. Um, oh, that's creepy. Yeah, and it gets, like, and there's, you know, power-ups eventually like where you slow down time uh you can you get like a, a shield for one hit stuff like that okay yeah um but like it's it's got enough variety in all these things that it keeps you interested even though it's a very simple uh game yeah um, i've been having a great time with it and again it's one that like if something else is downloading turn on a podcast put this on and play it for 20 minutes and get it's pretty generous with the achievements nice. um and they also have like all the modifiers you can like change and like do free play with them okay so you can like try out different things that you can you know customize it as you want um it's a super cool little game that sounds really cool um yeah you you told me about this and i still haven't downloaded it. and it's, this is on game pass yeah all right i'm gonna have to i'm just gonna have to i like that no, I, I mean I, I wish I could stop pimping Game Pass for like one moment. Uh, you know, I finally stopped using Apple Arcade that much. Yeah, uh, I haven't really been. Apple yeah, I think I'm probably like I should winding down on that. Yeah. Um, I've also played Streets of Rage Four. Oh. <gasps> yeah, that that came okay. to Game Pass two weeks ago, I think. So I still haven't played it. I've I I have it on. I have it downloaded on Game Pass on my PC. I actually thought about buying it on Switch today just to play it in like a handheld fashion and doing this without even having played the game once yet. How is this? Um, I guess some people didn't like the art style. Um, I love it. 
Really? I think it looks gorgeous. Okay. Um, it's got like a really crisp, like kind of, I don't know, like Saturday morning kind of animation or like, kind of, like, I don't know. It's yeah, it's, but man, I think it looks great. And it, it takes place, I guess, uh, I think 10 years since the last, maybe more since the last streets of rage. Oh, has um, more. Yeah. And man, um, this is a classic, uh, beat em up game and it's great and it's hard. Yeah. Uh, I'm like 10 or so levels in maybe less. And I'm at the point where playing by myself, I don't know if I can get past the next area. Really? Um, it's really good, but like it gets, it gets legit tough at times when the boss fights are really fun. The enemy variety is good. Um, you have like different guys. You have to employ different tactics. You know, you have special moves that take off part of your health. You have like, um, you have all the tropes of like classic, classic beat em ups. And if you're kind of been missing those, then this is a game for you. Like it's, I, I think it's super fun. And the soundtrack is awesome. Oh man, I need um, to. This is a game that we have to play. I think this is a game that, like, I want to jump in and play with someone at some point. I don't. I did download it on Xbox. Um, I probably should though. I don't know if there is like cross play on this. Yeah, I don't know all. what ones that have cross play, but yeah, uh, we'll double check. That. Yeah, because this seems everything that you're saying right now sounds awesome. Like this is exactly what I'm yeah. looking for. No, this is great. Like, yeah. um, I mean, it's. I don't think it's anything like mind-blowing right. but i think it's exactly what it needs to be and i think it's like uh uh you unlock all the fun different weird characters uh from suits of rage i think as you go awesome um well, yeah like, you know you pick up weapons and pipes and stuff like that and hit people with them and then throw it yeah <laughs> uh there's lots of like dominatrixy looking ladies as was the thing at the style of the time yeah so weird that was so weird <laughs> Um, there's like arcade cabinets you find and everything like that. Um, there's lots of apples and stuff you can eat yep. from crates. Uh, yeah, no, I think the game's gorgeous and I really it's play a hell of a lot of fun to play. Really want to play this. Yeah. Like this is like, this is a great co-op game for this type of like. Yeah. And this is just two player or is this like four player I somehow? Think I, I want to say up to four. That's cool. Oh, this might be something that we all have to. All right, I'm going to look into what the crossplay is on this after this. Uh, oh, we got to try the crossplay on that World War Z game. People seem to think that's all right. Is there crossplay on that? There is. Oh, is that on Game Pass? Yeah. All right, I'll download it. Um, okay. Um, real quick, talk about this one. One minute. Deliver us the moon. Quick, <laughs> deliver us the moon. Deliver us the, is this if, like... If we don't bring us the moon in 30 minutes or less, it's free. Ooh. Um, it's a game, like, it's kind of like a narrative uh, exploration game. You're a lady going to, like, the moon was found to have, like, infinite power. And then, like, well, yeah. guess what? The space station um, up there went silent. Uh-oh. So, Guess what? It's another game where you go to a creepy abandoned space station. Yep. How um, how creepy and abandoned is it? It's it's not like a you know what it's it's sort of what I, I kind of see this as a mix between like uh, Tacoma and like I don't know maybe like more of a Firewatchy. Okay. Okay. Um. So not scary, like, but 
it's not scary, but I think they try to have like some tense moments where you have to get from like one spot to another. And it's a lot of like, you know, you start off at the, you know, the control ground controls and you're getting the thing ready and you're like, you're racing to get up to the top to the rocket to go. And, um, you know, it looks pretty nice in it. Uh, it, it totally plays fine. You're finding audio logs up in space and shit like that on the thing. And, um, yeah, I think it's totally fun. It's, nice. it's, so it's a totally decent one of those games and um pretty good name yeah I just like i just like it's a very evocative thing like mm, what would you like uh to order please uh, if you could just do the one first moon, moon please um pie. all right <laughs> what a time to be alive uh <laughs> what okay. else you got shit all right yeah yeah okay i gotta hurry up um <laughs> code <Right>. vein oh <gasps> what is this on game pass no, it's not. Oh. I'm sorry. So uh, you're playing? Oh shit! No, I well, I I, met, I forgot one Game Pass game, but I'll come, we'll come back to it. We'll circle back. I need to know about but anime the... vampire Dark Souls. Tigs. Yep. That's exactly what I, this is. <laughs> this game is ridiculous and stupid, but in the best way, and kind of just dumb but awesome. It's incomprehensible. But I like it's damn it's so weird, but so I you know, maybe it's the fact that hey, I got this on sale for like twenty bucks, so it's like oh that's really, good okay. I don't know if there's low barrier entry, so maybe it's maybe if some people looked at it more unfavorably. It didn't get the best reviews when it came out, but it always it looked pretty good, and it looked yeah. So tell me about is it is it closer to like Dark Souls action or like a Devil May Cry action in this in this game? So here's the interesting thing that they did. Okay. It's definitely more Dark Souls. Like, it's Namco Bandai, and they, okay. yo, they're like, guess what? We own Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't tell us we're plagiarizing. Right. <laughs> um, there are things you rest at. Um, okay. But they decided to, like, in their souls and all that stuff. Um, the interesting thing about it is that you always have a partner. You can always have a, you can always have a partner with you. Oh, okay. Uh, That's cool. To go through everything. So um, you can always have an. It's either a, I don't know if there is co-op. I know that there's like invading and stuff like that. Um, wow. But. <sighs> Straight up Dark Souls. But, yo, oh, absolutely. And, but yeah, it's a crazy weird anime vampire world where in, like, the customer, the character creator is hilarious. Um, they definitely did it on an episode of Monster Factory, which is very funny. But like, I have like a casket on my back oh my and God. I've got horns and I've got like, it's, you look so stupid and a great way and like of course like people talked about this before but like a lot of there's a lot of boobs in it are there really i i, I mean i guess like i should have guessed both, that but both friendly and like on a lots of the villains okay it's like that so like a lot of like like a lot of gigantic like troll boobs okay like that. but also you go to like hot springs and like your hideout and things like that it's weird um, this seems so and there's weird. so much and there's so much care like like cutscenes like you know the way you're used to like you know in Dark Souls you have to find the you have to find the story by like looking at like the description on like yes. a knife that's somewhere. the best part yeah no these guys will talk to you for half an hour about like, how <laughs> remnants and how like they're kind of living in a world of uh, Daybreakers the movie where it's like oh, vampires nice. I know exactly yeah vampires rule and like they have to find blood beads which are grow from 
trees for some reason and Obviously. your character can cause the trees to grow and have blood things that people can drink but there's also some humans going around that are left um the cool thing about it though which makes it different from the dark souls games is that there's a lot more class-based stuff and okay. you can change classes on the fly oh so you can be like okay i want to be a berserker i now have a shitload of health and have like all big attacks then i can switch to a caster and do all magic and distance stuff based upon like okay this boss oh. like and that's really freaking cool uh and i actually really enjoyed like trying out their called blood codes um <laughs> because everything in here has to have a specific name because it's completely insane because it's super anime <laughs> and it's just like i thought you just you sometimes find yourself going cross-eyed trying to like, keep everything straight yeah they're telling you I'm looking this up right now, and I it is sad because every it's it's like fifty bucks or sixty bucks everywhere right now. And if this was, I was hoping it was like on the Epic Game Sale or something like that, which it's not, because um, I probably would have bought it right now during this conversation. Um, yeah, I really I'm only I'm only three hours in. I've only beaten two bosses so far, um, but I've really enjoyed it. Like, and people turn into people become lost. Okay. which I think is like hollow or whatever. Yes. Yeah. So, so like your first partner becomes then a loss and then he becomes the first boss. Spoiler. Oh, that's really uh, cool. But like, but they, of course, like have like people mutate and things like that. And then like, um, yeah, the blood code thing that that's, that's my favorite part so far is, <laughs> is trying out like different combinations. All the different. Yeah. That's yeah. A really good. That's a really cool idea. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I've seen some videos or, of it and no one really ever articulated that part of it and it seems or maybe i just like glazed over the video at some point and, but this sounds awesome yeah and there's a lot more reason to do stuff like backstabs because that gives you icor which becomes your this is also fucking again this if this sounds like there's a lot <laughs> it's because like, there is need, yeah like there there could be like a section on the sats about this game <laughs> <laughs> um like you, if you do backstabs, that gives you that draws out icor, which becomes your like ammo. If you're like a ranger and want to shoot your gun for a while, which is another class thing, which is fun. Or if you want to do like the magic as your caster, or like buff if you're one of the strength classes. Right. Yeah, Jesus. there's a shitload, and they give you like three of these classes from the start. So like you're already getting going and like figuring out your own playstyle. Damn, it's really this sounds like, awesome. Like I trust me, I totally see some of the dings against this game. Like there are times when they'll just be like, if you walk away from a character, um, like the uh, a little bit, like the conversation will stop, oh. and you won't necessarily know it. And sometimes it's someone that you need to talk to to get things going. Oh man! It's like I spent half an hour in like the first time I was in the home base, not understanding why I couldn't unlock the next part, but it was because I just like wasn't staying put for a split second long enough so there's 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 like some little mechanical stuff that's annoying and like the menus are freaking incomprehensible um this still sounds awesome but this game is this game is quirky enough and everything that that i really enjoy it for i mean obviously it's a freaking dark souls type game but it's trying something different yeah that sounds awesome yeah I am I am sold. I need to once the summer sale happens, I will probably be buying it on that. It'll be on sale in a month. Yeah. yeah. Like um all right, keeping it going. Um Oh, Journey to the Savage Planet. What is it? Journey to the Savage Planet. I've heard of this. 
this came out in January, which seems like forever ago. Yes. Um, this is a, you know, kind of like survival slash like, you know, the kind of SteamWorld dig type game. You okay, know, where you're yeah. finding resources I and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so this one's like you're, it's, it, this one's kind of a focus on comedy, which is it's kind of fun. You're like, you're, you're part of like this future corporation has sent you to uh, this like lush planet. And it's got a very nice, vibrant um, art style to it. Um, which if you look like it's, it's, it's got a really striking kind of look. And this is like one where it's, it, it's a little bit of no man's sky and all this, in this original no man's sky. Um, okay. Cause you're going there and, you know, they have like funny videos playing and stuff like that in your, um, in your what, uh, in your ship. Like they have like fake commercials for like brain it. wipes, like wipe away all your bad things. And like, they have like malt madness, but with like real people and stuff like that. But like tiny little like sea monkey people, like it's, they, they go for like a wacky thing and you have like a wacky sarcastic robot that's talking or AI that's talking to you the whole time. Yeah, it's like, um, a, it's like a cartoonier version of um, No Man's Sky or something. I'm looking at some of the stuff now. This looks pretty cool. I like all, how colorful it is. Uh, yeah, and there's a lot of scanning, and there's a lot of finding resilicon and carbon and um, aluminum to craft upgrades on things. And um, you're finding, like, you have, like, these little bird creatures that are everywhere that, like, you can, you know, you have, like, bait that you can throw and you can throw it somewhere they get sucked into something and open up part of like like there's lots of environmental puzzles and platforming and i just uh unlocked a grappling hook okay and stuff like that so there's lots of and there's a jetpack and things so it's um it's one of those ones where they you know it's a lot of resources and upgrading um this game is pretty simple but i gotta say i got kind of addicted to it and it's short too okay nice uh, it's supposed to only be like seven to ten hours long. I'm already forty percent of the way done, and I've had three play sessions of it. Damn, seriously? So, yeah, like it's it's so like I just honestly I, I, again, I just like kind of tuned out and I started playing this while something else is downloading. That's man, that's that you, and I, you, I you do this a lot. Of, you do a lot of things while other things are downloading. Because you know what, I've been just downloading stuff on Game Pass lately <laughs> to play. Yeah. Because I'm like, I gotta save money, not buy games. And I'm still buying a shitload of games. Nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's my theme this week. Um, but yeah, I actually really like it. Um, it's, I, I don't think it's, it's not necessarily revolutionary in some of the different things, but it's, it, it's at least like doing something specific with like humor uh, in that style. And um, it's got a really addictive gameplay loop. Uh, it's supposed to be, it's co-op too, which I can oh. imagine would be fun. Uh, going through that co-op, but um, yeah, it's it's an addictive, fun little game. That sounds really fun. Yeah, the the look, the more I look at this game, the more like, yeah, it just looks really cool. Like something that I would want to jump into. I will say some some things that are annoying, but there's no map. Oh, which is really fucking annoying. That's um, not great. No, and like the fact that like you'll see like it just you just have a compass at top, and I'll be like up five hundred meters or whatever like that, and it's just like I I don't know which which way I'm going, could I, like, luckily there's a teleporter, and, like, it'll show you which teleport station has got the closest to that mission, but, like, man, this game just needs a map. Oh, man, yeah. The, I, it sounds like Outer Wilds or something like that, where it's just like, oh, yeah, I could really a use bit. a little bit more guidance, uh, and I would probably yeah. love this. 
Yeah, that's exactly. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, because there was times I was just like, am I going the right way? Yeah. I don't know. And um, there's some weird difficulty spikes where like there's a lot of times where they introduce explosives at one point, the first couple hours in. Um, and I just kind of kept getting owned on this one spot where there's a guy that like, well, if they detect you, they just send out a bunch of things that just blow up everything around you. Nice. Um, yeah. But um, let me just get these last two games out. All and right. Be done. All right. Let's do it. Um, okay. Um, shit, yeah. Okay. Actually, keep it going on Game Pass. This is uh, damn. The last two, last one. Um, this is a game I downloaded on a whim. Had been seeing it all around. Okay. But somehow ended up like being completely addicted to it the last week and freaking loving it. What is this? Uh, a Plague Tale Innocence. I did see you playing this. Um, I've been playing the shit out of this game. I'm almost done. I'm at towards the end of it's about 15 hours. What is the gameplay of this game? I have no okay. idea. Are you just like keeping away from rats? I... <laughs> yeah, kind of. That's actually, you know what? You're not, you're not far off. Okay. Um, but man, so this game, you're like a, um, I don't know, like a teenage girl in 14th century France. Um, and all of a sudden, like, I guess like the black plague kind of comes in. Um, and your brother who had always been kept from you because he was like always sickly, um, like your parents are killed and you have to take him and flee away from the inquisition as like this plague outbreak is happening and the world is going into chaos. Um, and you're being hunted, but also you're meeting up with other characters and trying to find a cure for him and everything else. And man, it's, I don't know if it's, if you look at something, if you isolate one part of it, just like the writing, the gameplay and voice acting, stuff like that, like maybe it's not all that great, but like the characterization really makes this game work. Okay. Uh, and the fact that like, man, it, this game is just harsh. Really? And like, yeah, like you like take these, these two kids like have to like, like there's moments like one, like where an entire town is like coming to try to kill you because they think you brought the plague into the the town. And like, it is one of the most like stressful, like running sections that I've done in the game. Um, and there's like one point where you walk through a battlefield and it's just like, you're trying to like, you know, comfort your brother is like you walk through and there's just like hundreds of deaths. Like it's, it's just a very bleak game, but there's something about the way they write these characters. That's like so well done that you, you kind of keep wanting to go through and rooting for them, even if they can be a little bit annoying some that sometimes, because you know what, like I guess as a teenager and a whatever eight or 10 year old would be. Um, but man, like in the, the stealth is mainly around guards and, and the rats, as, as you said, like it's a lot of, well, they have alchemy in this of because of course it's like sort of some sort of magical element. And um, so you're like throwing things to like light, fires and extinguish fires and retract rats in certain ways and stuff and um but man like you you learn all these things and and you you start using them and it gets it never gets out of hand but i think it all just i don't know it, this game works really fucking well i don't know why i like it so much is it, so is it third person is it first what, it's, what? A th- it's a third per- it's a third person stealth game maybe. okay okay um and the soundtrack is like amazing like it's like sometimes it'll like just be like a cello for a long time and like the way it like builds 
like really, really like accentuates the tension. Um, I think there's something about it that's just, this game is just so freaking well done. And I've been sitting there playing it sometimes and being like, why do I like this so much? <laughs> uh, like this definitely would have made my, my list last year. Really? Absolutely. Oh, like, damn. This would have been probably like a, like this is like a solid like in five or six. Holy crap. Is that, all right. All right. All right. I, I don't know. And again, like I don't know why. <laughs> it's, I do know. Well, it's, it's, because I could easily see someone like those kids are annoying. This game is stupid. Like, I can see that being an easy reaction someone would have. Um, but for me, I don't know why. I just, like, kind of gave in to the suspension of disbelief of this one. And, like, there's something about the the characterization, again, like saying like that, where I really, like, felt for this girl trying to bring her little brother through this crazy, bleak world. Man, okay, I've seen, like, I've definitely seen uh, a lot of articles and, like, reviews, and they've all been, like, decently, I don't know if it's positive or middling or whatever, uh, and I just, I, I had stayed away from it. I saw you, I was looking at, like, the Xbox app, and I saw that you were playing this, I was like, what the hell? Um, but now, I am intrigued, and feel like I should probably download this. You should absolutely, I would love if you could just... Give me the first few chapters and let okay. me know what you think. Okay. Because I I did I always saw this game in the periphery and it was always on sale and it always looked a little like eh, it looked a little middle of the road. Yeah, totally. Um, but like and I'll say that like it doesn't always look it, it's weird. Like graphically, I think sometimes it alternates between being like gorgeous in some areas and a little rough in others, and I think sometimes like the rat horde can look a little goofy sure. um, because they're trying to like, they're trying to render so many rats on, on screen at once. Um, but I do think that the, it, it's one of those games where especially one of those stealth games that like they timed out everything so perfect that like you always just run out of light when you reach the next thing. Oh, okay. And you always like, just like, like they, it's always time where it's like you, like, like it feels tense and you have that moment like, come on, come on, come on. But then you always make it or a lot of times make it. Uh, I definitely still die a lot. Um, but I never got like only until I met again, I, I forgot about four chapters of 17 left. Um, only it was in the last chapter did I ever get frustrated with any part. Okay. And it was only for briefly. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to check this one out. Again, yeah, I, I was always intrigued by it, but I never heard anything that really pushed me over the edge to it's check a, it out. It's on Game Pass. Like, there's no, it's one of those ones, not, no reason not to, I think. In right, that yeah, piece. totally. Um, I, I can't end up really fucking loving it. I don't know awesome. why. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, I'll try to be more articulate next time. I think it's, we're always, it's definitely gets to the, <laughs> the back end. And I'll just end it with Walking Dead Saves the Sinners. Oh my gosh, I forgot that this was even a thing. I'm playing a lot of games lately, Takes. No shit. Jesus, this is way more than the first time. Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners. Is this the VR game? Yeah. Okay. So tell, this... Tell me all about it. Because you said that this was actually some of the best VR since, like, RE7. Yeah, I said this is definitely one of the most tense since RE7. Okay. <clears throat> I, and, I, think, um, I thought you said it was the greatest game since RE7. Is that not? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, no. I think I think this game's really good. I think this is one of the best things that like I know it wasn't built ground up for PSVR, but I think it's like 
one of the best offerings to like show people maybe that like how fleshed out a game can be on there. Okay. Um, I think I definitely still have my issues with it. Like my my setup for VR is not perfect, and this game requires a lot of like overhead movements. Oh. And I lost my and like I definitely have like my like hands drift, you know, in the thing like where right. they like all of a sudden your arm will be across the level. <laughs> that happens a few times here, but um, that's kind of funny. Not gonna lie, is. that's pretty good. Uh, this game takes place in Louisiana, um, where you're the tourist. You're going in there and. Um, like an old man tells you about like some like army reserve base that has like all these supplies. And so you over a course of the game plays out in days um, that like you have to try to, you know, get things together to try to find this big supply reserve. Well, there's all these other factions that are looking forward to um, the gameplay of this man is like this. Survive- it's a survival game, of course. Right. And, um, but like, the the level of like dread that you have in this is something that again probably not since re7 in vr where like you're kind of like just like waiting crouching for your way yeah yeah you're crouching around and then like you'll hear something or like you'll actually step on something and oh my god and every day like i didn't realize the first day that i was out in the town that like at one point in the day like yeah, like five o'clock like a bell rings and like, whole, like a, shit. yeah yeah exactly and like a whole bunch of zombies come out and stuff like that but like the visual motion of like and this like you can use one hand you can grab a zombie and then use the other hand and just drive like a melee weapon into their head nice and just like the in yeah and just i know this sounds like it sounds like a serial killer right now but like <laughs> but like the visceral motion of this is like there's no way to sound like I'm a I'm an adult. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so cool when you stab their heads. It's so awesome! Look how cool this is right now. But like, but it really is. Um, like you, because you always have to do it kind of in like almost like two motions. Like you, you get it like stuck in there, and then you pop it down, and like you can like you hear the pop, and like you can just like everything like, and then they like fall. It's really, really awesome. <laughs> It sounds like they've actually like, like, fi- figured out a good control scheme for VR, which I felt like, oh, it was one of the yeah. difficult things with VR is just, like, making you feel um, like you're in the space. The, the, the movement feels the best of most VR games I've played. Um, and it doesn't kind of have to rely on a, a teleport as well. A lot of them do. Okay. This one, I think, like, the, the actual locomotion is, like, it's not... I'll be honest, the first, the first day... Because I, I was, I don't know, my like settings are wrong or something, but I was like having trouble. Like everything was a little blurry. Okay. Um, but uh, no, like this game, like just again, <laughs> like fucking bleak games. Like this one is like every day that you keep going with stuff, there's less supplies and more zombies. No, oh, so like every day as you keep playing, like the game just gets like harder and harder. And like there's t- things tough about this. This game is really fucking hard. Um, the side quests are timed oh so okay. it kind of has a bit of that dead rising dead type rising thing to it, where yeah. it's like like my first day i was trying to get this like woman's i was like this woman was like kill my husband he turned into a zombie and take back our wedding ring and it took me forever like, it took my sweet ass time doing it yeah and then i guess i get back and it's just like that quest is expired oh that's nice like, god damn it um but man it's just like you're picking up like in like the scrounging, like like the like searching for supplies in this, like you feel like you're like okay, uh, like you have you know you have a backpack and you 
like the way things are positioned too, it's like you've got um, your backpack on your left hand side that you can either, you know, pull it over that way, or you can just take an item you find on the ground, hold it to your like left side and mm-hmm. drop it in. Uh, then you have like your holsters for like gun and melee. And then you have like a large weapon holster in your right side. So it's like you're, it's in like a flashlight, like a shaking flashlight, which of course always dies at the right moment. Um, like attached to you. Um, they just make really good use of like your physical space. That sounds really cool. Um, and like, it just, it's, and like, and going through everything and like trying to figure out like what you need. Um, like there's a real desperation to this game because like you take everything back to your RV that you have and you can turn it into parts and like craft new shit. Um, so there's like three different crafting stations and it's like, there's, there's a lot going on. Um, I think like the narrative itself is a little thin. Um, but they try to have like, uh, from what I've seen, I'm only like four days in. Um, is it, how long does it go for? I think they're like 20. Jesus. Okay. And you can spend a while like on each one. Like, and I take my sweet ass time and it's again, it's nerve wracking. And like, there'll be times where like I have three zombies coming towards me and I've like, run out of like my shit will break in one of their heads and I'll have to pull out a gun, kill one of them and then shoot one and then like have to hold another while I reach in my backpack and grab something else to stab. Like it's, it's really, really like you're shaky after you play. Damn. All right. Um, it's, it's a, like, I, it's one that I would recommend like everyone. Experience. Yes, it absolutely is. Yeah. Um, it's on the vibe and everything else on PC okay. as well. And so I've heard a lot better. On it. Yeah. Damn, Alex. Um, I'm playing games, Tiggs. Apparently. You no. Know, there's even shit that I haven't got to. There's, there's so much. So it's like, it's. we'll come back. We'll do this again soon. All right, yeah. So, I think that sounds like a good I plan. Think, I think I think we're... I know I'm getting close already. Yeah. I think I think that that's a good spot, to I be fair. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, but, Tiggs, try out a play Tale Innocence. I will. Let me know if I'm... I bet you next time I explain to you, Alex, you're crazy. <laughs> this game sucks. I, I will be downloading a Plague Tale Innocence um, uh, right after this. So I will cool. hopefully be able to tell you ne- by next time whether you're crazy or not. All right. If the quarantine has gotten to me. Which it might have, to be fair. Like, that's yeah, what the game, game could, sounds like it could be. I think so. You know what? It's it's a prescient game. Yeah. Not really. Not no. really. Not really. All right, Tiggs. Um, you can find us on the web. Shortwavegaming.com, <laughs> Twitter, Twitter uh, at shortwavegaming, um, twitch.tv slash shortwavegaming, email us, griefpodcastgmail.com, column you Is have not, I think I just, said, I just said griefpodcast at gmail.com, but it should be com, That's and fine. column, hey column, email us. Did he, did he get anything? Nope. Cool. <laughs> hey, I checked. That sounds all right. Yep. Uh, All right, yeah so i think Oof. that is it yeah i am going we were going to get this thing up for uh for all of you to listen to while you barbecue on memorial day all right see you at the grill see you at the grill everybody Peace.